Welcome back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave, here with me. The only two guys I would have sat through the Buffalo-New England game in extreme wind, snow, and freezing cold temperatures. Anthony and Moose. Hello! What's up? I'll tell you this. The Dumb. last time, well, maybe not the last time the, the New England Patriots played the Bills, but I was there when they played the Bills in the freezing rain in Buffalo. You don't want to sit there with anyone. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's uh, it's very cold. Okay. Okay. I feel you. But if I had to, I was forced to, and I had to choose two people yeah. to do it with me, maybe you too. Yeah. yeah, but if it was I guess I'd game, be punishing you guys. They're like, hey, you get to take two people to this game. Yeah. Like, well, I'm and taking it, Anthony Moose. It was, ha- you guys. it was Halloween weekend, so it was, it was even potentially warmer. So I can only imagine how cold it was uh, today. Yeah. It's the wind. It's the wind. The brave fans yeah. who um, who bore through uh, the wind, but man, with an unpleasant result for the Bills. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it later. Anthony, are you going to talk to us during your minute recap? Or yeah. do you want to give us a little lowdown of uh, some uh, your experience? Our own Anthony Harrison was live in East Rutherford, New Jersey, watching the Jets take on the Eagles. A couple yeah. of green- By the way, why are their jerseys like the same now? How would the Jets and Eagles have like the same jerseys? Like the Eagles wore different jerseys today to like match the Jets or on Sunday. It was weird. You you know what? Doing the graphics for uh, this podcast on Instagram and all this, I realized that there's so many teams that have the same colors. It's just like a slightly different. Yeah. Like like Chicago and and Detroit are pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure the Eagles wore different color pants than they normally wear with their white jerseys. Or they normally don't wear white. They normally wear green. Or black, right? They haven't worn white in forever. Anyways, they looked like the Jets. Yeah. It was so weird. Well, it was, it was like the Tampa Atlanta game. They were both all in red and black. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'll talk specifically about the the actual performance of the teams in the minute. But it was it was awesome. Uh, we were seven rows up from the field on the Eagles side. Um, Oof. Oof. My girl, my girlfriend's an Eagles fan, so she's happy. And it was her first game, so uh, Eagles got a win. It was a high scoring game. I know some of the when I started going to NFL games in Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo was terrible, but every game we went to was a high-scoring game, no defense. So this was one of those games, but it's just exciting to watch. Like, the game started off. D. Yeah. Yeah. And so your, it was girlfriend, just, your girlfriend enjoyed it because of the lack of D? Well, just how exciting it was. A lot of scoring. The six first drives, there were touchdowns. Yes, I see <laughs> freaking Dave. My God. <laughs> Moose is cracking up. Moose got it. He's not cracking up. I, I, and he just rolls I'm, on. I'm I'm laughing at both Dave's joke and the <laughs> and just every time it goes right over your head, Anthony. You just you totally just bit onto it and was like, yeah, he's talking about the defense. Well, like every every time I'm t- every time I'm like trying to like talk about something, it's just like the interruption. So I finish my sentence and then I look over at Dave and Dave is smirking Two. with a ear like smiling eaty ear, and it's like. My goodness, but anyways, yeah, yeah, I'm three hours behind. But I, I might be more tired than you guys. I swear to God, but so everything's making me laugh. Everything's funny to me today. So my dad jokes are gonna be a huge hit for me. Yeah. For me. Anyways, continue, Anthony. I didn't want to interrupt. No, that's it. Uh, the rest, I'll, I'll get into the the actual performances in the minute. But it was it was fantastic. It wasn't too cold either, so it was nice. Good. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> Buffalo cold. No, it was sunny. It was still windy towards the end when the sun went down, but uh, no, it was a great. It was great weather for an open stadium. Awesome. 
Well, yeah. great. Glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Well, you you promised us more specifics when we get more performance recap when we get into it. And I guess today is officially the Dave Dash Harrison Hurry Up Moose Minute. I got it correct for once because sure. we're starting with the Dave Dash. Yeah. All right. Dave well, let's Nash. roll right into it. Get your clocks ready. Gentlemen. Ready. Set. Right. Go. Cowboys Saints Thursday night football. Uh, not super fun game. 27-17 Cowboys. Uh, Taysom Hill making his first start at QB of the season. Looked like put this man at running back. Put him at tailback. Put him at fullback. Put him at tight end. Put him returning punts because that's what this guy should be doing. He certainly shouldn't be playing quarterback. But if you started him, you'd be happy with his 24.6 points. But he threw four interceptions. But he was a machine on the ground. <laughs> he threw 254 yards, but he ran for 101, including hurdling a man. He's so fast. Busted his finger in this one. So if you were thinking about streaming him, just wait on that. Dak Prescott, very disappointing with 12.2 points. Uh, that New Orleans defense is no joke. On the ground, Tony Pollard proved he looks right now, and it was with Zeke being hampered, better than Ezekiel Elliott. He had a huge like 50-yard touchdown run to get him 14.4 on the ground. Zeke had five. The Saints running backs, not so good. The top receivers were CeeDee Lamb for the Cowboys and with 15.7. And Deontay Harris on the Saints side of the ball. Boomsies. Uh, Cowboys D, 18. All right, so we're going to Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay wins this one 30-17. Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things, 29.62 fantasy points. Matt Ryan doing Matt Ryan things with 9.08 points, so nobody's starting that guy. Um, Leonard Fournette, again, is killing it, 18.7 points. He had 48 yards receiving, one TD, caught seven of eight. Um, So now getting some action in the receiving game. Um, On the other side of the ball, Mike Davis actually had a good week for once, 14.9. I think it was off of a big run. Um, moving on to the wide receivers, Chris Godwin killed it with 22.7 points. Mike Evans, 13.4. The other side of the ball, uh, Russell Gage, 50.5. Corderell Patterson, a low, a low week for him, but 11.1 fantasy points. Rob Gronkowski, 19.8. They, Brady and Gronk go second over, uh, of all time, uh, as far as connection between QB and receiver behind Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. Nice. I just want to say I want to say one thing. I find it uh, ironic that Matt Ryan does the Tide commercials because he is washed. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and you're right. off. Those. I am. Uh, I'm bringing to you Arizona Cardinals and the Chicago Bears. Kyler Murray's back after a three three week ankle injury, and uh, he did great. <laughs> three week. He, yeah, three week. Uh, he. I think he ran in for two touchdowns. And uh, I mean, these, this game was a perfect example of what not to do and what to do as a football team. Andy Dalton was horrendous Four interceptions made up for it. If you, if you had to play them, um, got you 15 points uh, near the end of the game, James Connor absolutely destroyed it with a small dump off pass, uh, took it in for a touchdown. And then uh, late game, late game uh, garbage points. David Montgomery is doing his thing at uh, during the stretch, just killing it, 24 points. So you're happy if you started him. The wide receivers had a bit of a quiet game. DeAndre Hopkins got in for a touchdown, but that's about it. Uh, Jakeem Grant, out of nowhere for Chicago, 14 points. And uh, Arizona Cardinals defense crushed Chicago. And done. Thank you, Moose. 
Uh, Chargers Bengals battle of two of the top quarterbacks from the 2020 draft in their sophomore season. Herbert not only won the game, he won the fantasy battle, scoring outscoring Burrow 26.2 to 17.6. Uh, I love Herbert, and I have the Herbert and Allen stack all over the place, and that did not disappoint because Keenan Allen had 19.9, including a two-point convert and two tutties. Love it. Eckler, still solid, 12.9. Moose, looks like you're going to lose that bet of him finishing the top, not finishing the top 15. Joe Mixon, slow day for him, 8.4. He was hampered a little bit in this game, but he did come back and finish it. Um, T. Higgins. Two weeks in a row is the top receiver for the Bengals with 24.3, 138 yards in the tidy. Look out for that. He looks healthy. He looks good. 14 uh, targets. 14 targets. Jalen Guyton, second year. I think he's a second year player for the Chargers. Uh, kind of a breakout game here. 16.9 fantasy points off the back of a huge touchdown reception. Mike Williams, 13.5. You're and happy if you started any of these guys. Done. And the Chargers defense, 22 big ones. All right, so we're heading over to Minnesota Vikings against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, 29, Minnesota, 27. What? The Bears beat Detroit and Minnesota couldn't? I can't figure out Minnesota. Kirk Cousins did his streaming week-type performance, uh, 19.2. Jared Goff, 19.94, wins that the QB battle, the QB fantasy battle. Um, Jamal Williams in relief of the injured DeAndre Swift, only gets 7.5, so very disappointing if you started him this week, picked him up off the waiver wire and started him. Alexander Madison, in relief of Dalvin Cook, on the other hand, 19.9 fantasy points. He had a big week. Justin Jefferson, an even bigger week, 30.1 fantasy points. Uh, Thielen went down in this one, so that helped him get to that level. On the other side of the ball, Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, 10 of 12 for 86 yards and one TD. He Ding. had a big week. Including the game-winning Teddy. Yeah. And Hawkinson told by nine points. <laughs> okay, I've got the Indianapolis Colts. I can do this one. I'm going to do this one really slow. And the Houston Texans. <laughs> the Houston Texans are a disaster. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spend 15 more seconds talking about them. Nobody on their team is good for fantasy. <laughs> Brandon uh, Cooks? I think I think maybe their whole team, fantasy points combined, equals, I'm going to go to the other side of the ball, what Jonathan Taylor scored. Probably. Wow. That so, makes sense, though. Yeah. Now, on the Colts side of the ball, there's really only two people to talk about here. Jonathan Taylor, who is amazing. If you got him this season, you're laughing. And Michael Pittman. <laughs> Michael Pittman had a bit of a game, 14 points. Uh, no touchdown, though, but uh, absolutely killed it. And, of course, if you started the Colts defense, they destroyed the Houston Texans, 19 points. And done perfectly done, Moose. Slowing it down to go the exact minute. Well, there's nobody to talk about with the Houston Texans. Uh. I know. <laughs> did well. <laughs> All right. I probably won't need a minute for this one either. It's Dolphins Giants. Uh, to a Iloa was decent, 17.8. On the other side of the ball, Mike Glenn in. Mike Glenn out of your fantasy lineup forever with 6.4. You could be in a 4QB league. You wouldn't start this, guys. He is as bad as his neck is long. Uh, Saquon <laughs> Barkley got 10 points. Yeah, it's okay. Miles Gaskin on the side of the ball with five. Terrible. 
I hate to say this because I've been trying to get Anthony to trade this player to me, but Jalen Waddle only 13 and a half points, but he is the real deal with Bill McNeil. Nine receptions on 11 targets, 90 yards. He is so good after the catch, so elusive. He good. Go get him if you can. And other than that, uh, Gasicki and Ingram with eight. Nothing else to lie. Nothing else. Graham Gano got 10. You know, Sanders nine. Whatever. Terrible game. But the Dolphins are, hey, the Dolphins are one and seven. They're now six and seven. Look out for them. Cool. And done. All right. So going to the game where I was at, at MetLife Stadium, Philadelphia Eagles against the New York Jets. Philly won 33 to 18. This one, uh, the first six drives finished with TDs. Um, the game started out with a, if you have return yards in your league, Braxton Berrios almost ran a kickoff, uh, but he didn't. But it was a very nice play to see. Gardner Minshew. In replacing Jalen Hurts, 17.78 points. Pretty good week for a streamer. Uh, Zach Wilson, who nobody's starting, ended up getting into the the hot, uh, the low 20s with 22.08 points. Um, I started Boston Scott in my league. He got me zero points. Uh, the pickup should have been Kenneth Gainwell. He finished with 17.2, and Miles Sanders had a good week as well with 15.7, but he left the game injured. Running backs on the other side of the ball for the Jets, uh, nobody over 10 points. Uh, Philadelphia receivers, nobody over 10 points except Dallas Goddard, the tight end with 25.5, 105 yards, two TDs. Ding, and ding. then the jet side, Elijah Moore, 17.6. All right. I got, uh, the Washington football team and the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Taylor Henneke put up 15.84 points. So if you streamed them, not the worst case, Derek Carr only put up 12.36, um, Antonio Gibson, he's back. He was back last week, but it's kind of confirmed now. He looks pretty healthy. He got you 9.6 points. Absolutely crushed it out there. And Josh Jacobs rolling into this game with a potential ankle injury. Well, it didn't slow him down because he got 19.5 points as well. Kenyon Drake, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about this later, took a huge hit and obliterated his ankle. It's obliterated. Oh. Hunter Renfro, I believe these two gentlemen told people to start him this week. And yeah. you'd be happy if you did. He got 14.7 yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, absolutely killed it. No other wide receivers really to talk about. Everybody else uh, under five points, pretty much. Logan Thomas is back. Did real great, too. 12.3 points. And he's back out. He, um, I think. It, Season ending it's, ACL. No, it, no, they no. Said they said not anymore. He, yeah, they <sighs> said. That's what I was about to say is they're not sure Snap what it is. Back but in the place. Okay. They, they think he might have. Uh, um, dodged right. the bullet, so to speak. And okay. Daniel Carlson, my boy, 11 points. Amazing. And done. Moose, you are the kicker whisperer. All right, Dave coming to you. Rams, Jaguars. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, losers of three in a row coming into this week. They have an illness, but don't worry. Here comes the doctor with the prescription, only prescription for a three-game losing streak, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Take it in healthy doses. The Rams did, and on their side of the ball, Matt Stafford, 24 points, back in action, three tutties. Sony Michelle, starting in relief of Darrell Henderson, who did not end up playing, got 121 yards, a tutty, uh, a couple of receptions for 20.4 points. Holy smokes. Cooper Cup, 22.9. Van Jefferson, slightly outscoring Odell Beckham, so in our beer bet, he is ahead now by 3.5 points because he outscored him 13 to nine in this one uh higby was okay matt gay with 15 and the rams defense 
with 12, you're probably going to want to start defenses against the Jaguars. I'm not going to talk about anyone on the Jaguars because I'm looking at it and ding, 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 ding. Treadwell's their highest point getter with 8.2. Yikes. Yikes. All right. We're going over to Baltimore against Pittsburgh. Baltimore loses this one 19 to 20. Just when we thought we figured out the Pittsburgh Steelers and declared them terrible, they pull off a win against a supposed Super Bowl contender, Baltimore Ravens. But uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't know if they beat them so much as just Baltimore lost. Yeah. Well, their QB, Lamar Jackson, that is. Finished with 17.6 fantasy points, but this guy's a turnover machine. One interception, one fumble. Last week, he had four interceptions. It's just ridiculous. He said, oh, I'm going to do better this week. Yeah, not really. You just threw, you just turn over the ball of the ball two, two less times. Ben Roethlisberger almost got into the 20s with 19.34. Devontae Freeman uh, on the Baltimore side of the ball, 18.2 fantasy points. And Najee Harris on the other side, 13.2. A lower week for him, but still, you're happy with it. Sammy Watkins was the only receiver on the Baltimore side over 10 points. He ended up with 11.9. Deontay Johnson, old Mr. Reliable, caught 8 of 11, 105 yards, 2 TDs, 26.5 fantasy points. And Mark Andrews, low week with 7. And Pat Fryermurth, a low one with 6.1. All right, I'm bringing you the San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks won this one. Jimmy Garoppolo up there with 17.9 points. Uh, he looked all right. He looked all right this week. Absolutely lit lit up George Kittle. We'll get to that in a minute. Russell Wilson did not look so hot, but in terms of fantasy, put up 16.7 points, so it's not the worst. Elijah Mitchell had a great game, but potentially had a big injury. I saw a report today that said he's not in the concussion protocol, so maybe smooth sailing from here on out. He would have got, got you 15.9 points. Travis Homer was the leading uh, running back on Seattle, but don't let the numbers fool you. It was off a fake punt return and uh, it was pretty awesome to watch, but that's pretty much fake punt, fake punt. So what did I say? I said fake punt return. Yeah. So it was was off a fake punt. Um, None of the other running backs, Rashad Penny was in Adrian Peterson got in for a touchdown but I feel like they just got him in for a touchdown so he could break his record. And yeah, who knows if we'll see more of him for for the wide receivers, Tyler Lockett back in the game, 16.3 points. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge got 11 DK Metcalf, a little underwhelming, but hopefully it, you know, he starts picking it up a little bit more wide receivers for San Francisco 49ers are almost non-existent aside from, well, in terms of receivers, George Kittle, who absolutely destroyed it, two touchdowns. Amazing. If you can go back and watch this, uh, replay of George staying in bounds. Absolutely amazing footwork. Ballerina work and done. That was a minute. I gave you a minute and a half oh, <laughs> because you. I talked a bit. I talked a bit. Um, all right. I'm bringing you Chiefs Broncos, the Sunday night game. It looks like the Kansas City Chiefs decided to go from fantasy superstars to just focusing on winning football games. So they're not doing much in way of uh, making you happy for fantasy, but if you're a Chiefs fan, you're happy because they improved 8-4, 22-9 victory over the Broncos. But Pat Mahomes and Teddy Bridgewater are both 13 points. Like, wah, wah. this is not what you expect from Patty Mahomes, but they're winning games. They're winning games. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 9.7. Uh, so did uh, Darrell Williams with 9.5. They were okay. 
the receivers, three for Tyreek Hill, three for Demarcus Robinson. Like, what are we dealing with here? Kelsey, four. The biggest point getter was uh, Butker with 12, and the Chiefs defense was 17. Now, on the Denver side of the ball, we finally got to see what Javonta Williams could do sans Melvin Gordon. And let me tell you, I hate to say it because I've been trying to get Anthony to trade him to me in Dynasty, but man, did he look good. 23 carries, 102 yards, six receptions for 76 yards in that tutty. He even fumbled. Who cares? Give those two points away. 25.8. And done. Yeah, that's all I needed. All right. Go into the game that just finished, the Monday Night Football game, New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills. Patriots win this one 14-10 in a windy one where Matt Jones only threw the ball three times, two of three, um, <laughs> five carries for negative three yards and a fumble. Um, he ended up with negative 0.5 points. So hopefully Dear nobody started him. Lord. He's not a QB that you should start. Uh, but Josh Allen, a QB that you should normally start, only ended up with 10.7. Very disappointing week. He also fumbled. Uh, going to the running backs, Damian Harris had a... Uh, had a big run in this one. He ended up with 10 carries, 111 yards, and one TD, but got injured at the end of this one. Uh, all three running backs on the Buffalo side of the ball sucked uh, <laughs> in a game that should have been heavy on the running side. But what did we say last episode? Moose actually said it. Gabe Davis would be the leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He was with 10 fantasy points. Stefan Diggs with 7.1. Emmanuel Sanders with 3.7, who I said to bench. Um, and then tight ends, Dawson Knox probably lets you down this week, 2.4 fantasy points, uh, and Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry did pretty much nothing. And that's it. Just a lot of running. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Moose was right. Gabe Davis with 10 points, but, uh, I didn't realize it was going to be a, the wind bowl of the century. Like, holy smokes guys, Mac Jones attempted three passes. Was that an NFL record low? There was, a, no there was a few uh, NFL records that only would ever happen because of the weather. The weather uh, and Bill Belichick, yeah. Like, like shortest shortest field goal ever missed. Uh, Tyler Bass. I don't uh, think that was the shortest ever missed. It was his shortest ever missed in his career. 33 oh, okay. yards. Well, I don't know. But there was, there was a, apparently a bunch of records that were yeah. broken, but yeah. only because of the weather. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild one. It was wild but one. I don't know. I think that was a smart move by Bill. I mean, if you're winning, why? You won. Know, they won, yeah. yeah. Why they won? Yeah, they so, tried to throw the ball can, in the wind. If and you're Buffalo winning. could not stop them running the ball. Like they were, getting, it, they were getting tons of yards on the ground. It's just a little crazy to me that well, one, this goes to show how intelligent. Well, everybody already knows this, but this is why Belichick is probably the best coach of all time. In this game, it's it, it just seems unheard of to just throw the ball three times. Like at least you know five seven times maybe but the guy was like i'm gonna run the ball my defense is gonna stay strong like even in the last two minutes i'm like buffalo's been throwing the ball buffalo's gonna get this touchdown and patriots are gonna have to go down the field and kick a field goal in the wind but nope they stayed strong even with one of their i don't remember his name but there were two guys that went out at the i think matthew judon went out at the end of the game and as well as another player so sucks they were still able to pull off the win uh Man, this is the year Buffalo should have been killing it. But uh, Patriots are back on top. It's crazy. First in the AFC, nine and four. Secured their their spot. Did they guarantee themselves a playoff spot? I think they did. I think they play them again in two weeks. 
They yeah. do. In, in New England. Yeah. Which I mean, they went into Buffalo. And oh, wasn't that, that punt, wasn't there also a punt in this game that went like 12 yards because of the wind? Yeah. Yes. Like it went up and there's just yeah. the wind just smacked it back and down. And the opening kickoff That's hilarious. Went, went right into the crowd. Well, yeah, with the wind. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we move on to headlines? Yeah, let's roll through. Let's go let's through some of these injury updates. Do it. Yeah. Blip. So uh, I guess some big news for people heading into their playoffs or needing to make the playoffs. Adam Thielen uh, went out with an ankle injury, not looking too bueno. The um, unofficial report yeah. is it's a high ankle sprain. Literally, when I got the notification during the game, uh, the Jets-Philly game, I was like, oh, this is classic Thielen. We were all wondering when the injury was going to happen, and of course, he has to do it right before playoffs. Well, yeah, but so the thing is, they it's it's still to be determined how bad it right. is. It's not like a classic high ankle sprain. We're like, ah, he's out. Right. They're still doing all kinds of tests on him, so it, it, could, it could be worse, and it could be better. It's right. undetermined. Yeah. Um, moving on, uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, he left the game at one point with a rib injury, came back in. So nobody cares. They'll be starting him anyways. What a disappointing signing for the giants. Uh, Darrell Henderson, of course, uh, last minute, uh, game time decision, uh, did not play. I think he was listed as active, but didn't actually get onto the field. That's terrible. He was, yeah. well, he was questionable. Like. Day of, yeah. I don't know. I took him out in the one league I have him. Thank goodness. Still lost, I, but I, I did as well. Um, so yeah, so you'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, Tyra Taylor was benched at one point in the game, and I was like, Oh no, he must be playing super bad, but it appears that he has an injury as well, but nobody was starting him. Wait, who that who that Tarod Taylor? Um, uh he got pulled. He got pulled yeah, during the game. he did get pulled. No, but, I, thought it was, I thought he was benched. But then he the, got the, pulled. But the, only thing, the only thing that's pulled is a whole bunch of his ligaments. Yeah. Oh, but know. it came out after that he had some ligaments that were torn. Um, so, Ouch. Yeah, also no bueno. Uh, Miles Sanders, I saw live. He was limping on the sideline, but he was swearing and smashing his helmet. So doesn't sound too good, but hopefully it's not that serious because he actually had a productive week. And with he all did. the running backs that are out, only would... someone could have told you that he would have had a productive week. Yes, Dave. Thank you. Continue. Sorry. You feel good about that interrupt. one? You feel good about that one? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, like Moose mentioned before, uh, bad ankle injury. Uh, he's done for the season. Um, so I guess slot in Josh Jacobs. I don't think there's anyone behind Josh Jacobs that would be worth picking up, but maybe you guys disagree and you might suggest somebody. Uh, I think the next man up, who they have who they have the next man up in uh, Las Vegas is uh, Jalen Samuels. Oh, oh, really? From sure. Richard, like Pittsburgh's J- oh, Jalen Richard. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Richard. Okay, Richard. Yeah. and yeah, yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah, but Josh Jacobs should be. Pretty good. Pretty good the rest of the way. Uh, Like we mentioned earlier, also tight end Logan Thomas. uh, It was at first mentioned that he might have torn his ACL, but now it might be something less serious. We don't know what it is at this point. We don't know if he's going to miss this week or if he's going to play against the Dallas Cowboys or 
So keep an eye on that. It's kind of disappointing because he just came back from IR and he already might be out again. Um, Logan Thomas? Yeah. Oh, he's for sure out next week. Yeah. He's sure yeah, out for the year. No, 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 no. Um, and your comments about Mike Glennon? Uh, he suffered a concussion in this one, playing in relief of Daniel Jones. Jake Fromm. That's, that's what happens when you're a bobblehead, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Fromm saw some action this week? Uh, no. Uh, Jake Fromm? Isn't he with Buffalo? They no. just signed him. Uh, Did they? Wow. And they signed Daniel Jones from, doesn't... from the Buffalo practice squad. I think he there was some uh, he made some controversial statements at some point. He did preseason? No, it was old tweets of his that were very mm-hmm. whatever suspect. That, yeah. I think that counts as some point. And yeah. um, they got rid of him and replaced him with Mr. Trubisky. And apparently, the Giants have him now. Yeah, Giants have Jake Fromm. He might start, but I think Daniel Jones will be able to play this week. But I mean, nobody's really starting Daniel Jones either. Nobody? Well, I Anthony? might have to. <laughs> he might be better than Matt Ryan. Who knows? Um, Joe Burrow. This is interesting because I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this. So Joe Burrow was playing through a finger injury. Now, people thought that he might miss a week due to it, but it is apparent he has come out saying that he will play through it. So now, does this make him not a good fantasy option and more uh, of a streaming one like I'll, not a 20 I'll, point guy or a 15 point guy i'll say this his yeah. his finger was at like a 90 degree angle in the second quarter and he played through it i think if they can if they can control the swelling he'll be fine he'll but, be fine in like slot him in as your number one qb or you know if there's somebody better i mean i can't imagine there's somebody better at this point well, listen, he's number 10 on the year, but his last four games are 8-8-17-17 eight, eight, 17, 17 with a bye week. He's got the 49ers defense, the Broncos defense, the Baltimore defense. Oof. <laughs> Excuse moi. All right. Well, um, uh, who, I don't like it. I don't like <clears throat> it. Yeah. Well, what quarterbacks do we have that uh, could we get a, like a would you rather go on here? Because. Uh, oh, a good old fashioned <laughs> would you rather? I can't imagine there's another quarterback. All right, let's do a available. battle of the broken fingers. Would you rather Taysom Hill or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. Taysom Hill for the running. I think I'd rather go Taysom. Uh... I'd yeah, rather go Taysom Hill. Yeah. He's I, don't, he I, I think points. Taysom Hill, even if he doesn't throw the ball, the running will get him more than the two eight-point weeks that Joe Burrow got. All right, Moose, you said that this guy was looking good, Jimmy Garoppolo, playing <laughs> the Bengals. They'll face off against each other, then the Falcons, then the Titans, and then the Texans in Week 17. Would Ooh. you rather Jimmy G or Joe Burrow? Jimmy G. Wow. I'm, I'm going Joe Burrow. I mean, it's tough. Matchups make me lean Jimmy G, but I, would, I wouldn't have the guts to do it. I would go Joe Burrow. I wouldn't have the guts to do it. I'm sorry. What you say, Anthony? You said... Uh, Jimmy G? I think I'll go Jimmy G. I, I love those <laughs> matchups, but I'm not in that situation in any league. So, but right. I would still recommend people to go Jimmy G. It's the play playoffs are coming up. Okay. I would not uh, bank my playoffs on Jimmy G. Well, I wouldn't bank no. it on Joe Burrow either. This is a guy that people wanted to get 20 points consistently from each week. He had two weeks in a row of eight points and 17. Garoppolo's putting how, up 17 points how many, normally. 
Well, let's take a look here. I don't know what Jimmy G's numbers are. Let's take a look. Uh, how many weeks uh, is Jimmy G always 10 yeah. points? He's like never above 20, Jimmy G. So Jimmy G's last four weeks are 15, 15, 12, 17. He's had a couple 20s. He also had a, he also had a five-point week and a nine-point week. How far back? That's when he got injured, week, though, I'm pretty sure. Week four, oh, no, five. week four and week seven. Well, he's only progressed where Joe Burrow has regressed. And now has and a finger then injury. progressed. It okay, was, let's do another one. Let's do another one. His last would two games rather, were 17 points each. Would you rather uh, Joe Burrow or facing the Jags, Steelers, 49ers, then Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill? Oh, God. No way. No way I want anything to do with Tannehill. Actually, he's a well, Dolphin we'll talk, again. Well, we'll talk about it uh, during the streaming section, but I would stream him this coming week over supposed to get Julio back. Yeah. I would get stream Julio back over around probably Burrow. the week after. Don't fall for that. No, I don't. It's not the Julio that's making me lean towards. I think they're playing Houston this coming week, right? You said Jags. 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 So with all the comments that the Jags coach has be saying like, Oh, it's much harder than I thought in the, in the NFL than college and all that stuff. I just don't think he'll know who to cover on on Tennessee, Tennessee's D is still pretty good, and Jacksonville is terrible. So Tannehill, I think, could throw to anyone on Jacksonville, and he'll have a decent fantasy week, probably better. You're right. Than Joe Tannehill Burrow. probably will throw it to anyone on Jacksonville, <laughs> which is why well, you shouldn't start. You him. walked right into that one, Anthony. Okay. Would you rather um, Joe I'll be Burrow that one? Tannehill <gasps> versus Joe Burrow this week. Oh, I like it. Beer sure. bets on. I'll, I'll take that beer bet. Oh, right. Anthony. Okay, That's I like it. It's gonna be a good one. Okay, uh, last one. Would you rather um, Joe Burrow or facing the Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers remaining season, Teddy Bridgewater? No. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I think I go Joe Burrow as well. That's about it. I'm looking at the list. Like we're not going to do Ben Roethlisberger, no. Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Dave. There's <laughs> rumors are he might be retiring. Oh, I love those rumors are hilarious. No, no, no. The the wording is rumors are this might be this might be his last season with the Steelers. I know, but it's just the, for me it's so funny that it's Who's like gonna take it's him? like rumors. It, it's like no, we all know. <laughs> well, exactly, Anthony. Who would take Ben Roethlisberger? He, he can't like, but it seems like he's been telling. There's like he's been privately telling people, friend, friends close to him, and other people in the organization. This is his last year with the Steelers. Like you don't say that. You if he was re- saying he was retiring, you would say. He's privately been telling people he's going to retire I, after this season. I, I've heard like both. when Drew Brees, when we found out Drew Brees was going to retire, it was people have Drew Brees has been telling people he's going to retire at the end of the season. I, I'll be honest, I've I've heard both. I've heard the uh, Ben's been telling people inside the organization that he's going to re- retire, but also that uh, you know he it's his last year with the Steelers. But for me, it's just hilarious that uh, like they're saying it as if it's like a surprise to everyone. Like oh shock. It's his last year. You know, like, I mean, I guess the poor announcers announcing the game, like, they're, he, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, Ben Roethlisberger. So they can't yeah. be like, holy crap, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> is terrible. He should have retired. No, 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 no. You, you could absolutely year. say that. You could absolutely say that. They said that about they don't, Eli people, Manning. They don't. They don't. They, nah, did they say that about Eli? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, did they ran him through the mud? 
the yeah. Giants Giants fans did, but did commentaries like did Chris Collinsworth say that in the broadcast? Well, about him? they didn't. They don't plan out saying Andrews. he's terrible, but they're yeah. like, oh, that's not a great play. He's not making intelligent yeah, decisions. They do say that. They say play. They're like, oh, I've seen that's Ben in his heyday wouldn't have thrown that ball. You know, like whatever. But they never say even if you're not a Hall of Famer, they never say won, that person is terrible. That Pittsburgh defense might carry them to the playoffs, which is wild. We'll um, Anyways, he should an, retire. But you're right. I think Moose mentioned it. That uh, Baltimore, that was an indictment on the Baltimore Ravens more than it said anything about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the AFC is a mess. The Patriots are the best team in the AFC by far. Yeah. Like, by I, far. I just, I don't understand Baltimore. Like they, like Lamar Jackson could, could win overtime for them just by running the ball. Yeah. I, I, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't just kick and go to overtime. I think like that was a really big, like, Harbaugh just trying to like act tough or something. Yeah, I would be like, oh, we're just gonna win it here. Yeah, there needs to be. I think Greg Roman needs to make like hockey and get the puck out of there, or somebody needs to get him the puck out. Whoa! But that's not to go for it. Is the head coach's decision, not the OC's. So to go for it, but then the play call. That was a great play call. It was a great play call. First of all, that was, Lamar Lamar slightly overthrew Andrews. Andrews still got his hand on it. He should have caught it. Yeah, he, he should have caught it. That dev, they definitely should have won the game right there. Like he, Andrews was wide open, mm-hmm. and wide open. and he, he easy catch. But I just don't know why you wouldn't just take the safe play, kick it, go into overtime. Yeah, like it's I don't know. They probably thought the best kicker of all time was going to miss the extra point. Yeah. Anyways, Maybe. all right. So uh, there's, I think, four or five players left to mention that are big names for fantasy uh, that have issues. Are we still uh, in Chargers? Yeah, Chargers placed wide receiver Keenan Allen on the reserve COVID list. Yeah, not good. No bueno. So Jalen Guyton but might what, be an what, option. Like, like, what happened? Did he go out after the game and like, like, go hug a bunch of people? Like, close contact. No. You're living in LA, man. No, if you go anywhere so, in LA, you're going to be close contact with someone who got so monitor over. that closely. Jalen Guyton, we'll talk about him in the the waiver uh, segment. Uh, maybe he could be a potential pickup. Uh, then moving on, Darren Waller is optimistic about a potential return this week, so keep an eye on that as well. That's good news because Foster Moreau was no bueno. Uh, Dave's running back of the year, maybe for some of his teams, Elijah Mitchell. Starts the week in concussion protocol. No, no, out of concussion. He didn't. He didn't go into the protocol. Never even went in. It says Elijah Mitchell starts week in concussion protocol as of five hours ago. I was pretty sure I saw a headline that said he oh, no. didn't have to go in. Like he he cleared. Maybe check. Maybe check sources. Check sources. <laughs> link. Um. Click and while on I'm checking sources. the link. Uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw the headline that said, thank goodness he didn't have to go into the protocol. It's uh, NBC's Edge, which we normally look at. Is that uh, what we normally look at? Yep. <laughs> so he might be, stay tuned for news. Elijah Mitchell might be in concussion protocol. He is. Well, he's, in he, he's in it. I'm looking at it right now. Um, And then last one, uh, Damian Harris. Tonight went out, I believe, what was it, an ankle injury? Hamstring. Uh, Pulled hamstring. Hammy. Hammy. So can't do much with that. He's just got to rest, and you just got to hope that he's good to go next week. 
Corey Davis having core muscle surgery. Yeah. Out for the season. season? Out for the season. Yeah. Over. Uh, Elijah Moore, slot him in. And that's it. People were already slotting Elijah Moore in, but yeah. He's but even more confidently. In. Yeah. He's even more in. Yeah, I get it. Thanks. All right, Anthony, hit us with some. We talked headlines way too long. Let's talk waivers and streamers. Oh, we just got into some in-depth conversation did, about certain did, situations. Did, did, did. You know, it's good, uh, providing good fantasy info. <clears throat> hit us. Um, all right. So now with the Miles Sanders injury, we don't know how serious it is. If he just overreacted at the, with the pain that he was feeling. But uh, like I mentioned, Boston Scott. Uh, got zero points, but he did have an illness all week. Didn't really practice much. Uh, he looked pretty good while he was practicing before the game, but just didn't get in there. Uh, K- Kenny Gainwell was the successful one in that backfield, mm-hmm. um, which should he should be picked well, up. He got, because... he got two more points than Miles Sanders off of right. a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. But uh, he was the leader of fantasy points in the backfield. Uh he you makes were, you the, were at the game who had yeah. the bulk of the work. Miles Sanders had the bulk of the work, but in Kenny fact, Gainwell in fact, twice as much work. As yes, but Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell okay. was very efficient and got the touchdown. You running backs are out. Like there was you had a bunch of injuries at running back. I had a bunch. Everybody's scrounging, trying to find these diamonds in the rough. Kenny Gainwell was the guy, not Boston Scott. You should pick him up anyways this week because we don't know what's going on with Miles Sanders. And if Boston Scott is still dealing with that illness then Kenny Gainwell will be a great option. Agree? Disagree? He's a good pickup. He's definitely a good pickup. I already have him in quite a few uh, I know Moose had talked a lot about him earlier in the season. Uh, he was doing well for a while, and then they just stopped using him, which I don't, I don't quite understand. They just started going to Boston Scott for some and, reason. And Jordan Howard. And Jordan Howard. Howard. Jordan Howard had a couple of weeks there where he was the guy. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, going on to another running back, Travis Homer. Opinions? Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get him unless you have all kinds of bench space. Yeah, I'm not super interested in Travis Homer. No. And then they sign the Adrian Peterson. The Seattle backfield is maybe more aggravating than San Francisco at this point because Rashad yes. Rashad Penny is suddenly back. I just don't understand. Like, uh, maybe, like, uh, of course, we're not there at their practices, but there are some games where I watch of the uh, Seattle Seahawks, and then Rashad Penny will get the ball. He'll have a nice solid run for like ten yards, and then you just don't see him the rest of the game. It's like, well, well, he's what's happening? He's always injured. But, but like those I'm games, sure he's he, injured as we speak. Was <laughs> <laughs> just crazy. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so don't trust anyone there. But I was just yeah. seeing, like, with all the injuries, and they did sign Peterson. Peterson is on the practice squad, but yeah. maybe no, no, he, he they played bu- and played, scored, scored, a scored a touchdown. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. he, he I, broke. I didn't watch that game. Whose record did he break? I can't. Or he tied. I don't know. He moved up. He moved up in the all-time list for touchdowns. Maybe just playing on different teams and having a touchdown on different teams. I don't know what it is. He what he <laughs> played two games. Who was he on before? Tennessee Titans. Titans. Yeah, he got cut. For one game, touchdown. Didn't play the next game, cut. I one saw. Game in Seattle. I saw. I think Adrian Peterson has scored more rushing touchdowns than the New York Giants on oh. on two different teams. <laughs> oh my god, that's gracious! That's 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 a stat. That's a telling stat right there. I don't um, have have no, any other running backs. 
uh, for waiver wire. It's desperation. It's desperation city. If you're looking for running back, like you're, it's complete dart throws. Like I don't like anybody. Mike Davis was dropped in a lot of leagues. He scored a touchdown this week, but one good you week. Know, you I, don't know. Know, I don't know if you guys watched that game, but Mike Davis was running like he probably should have been all season. Like yeah. He he looked like it. He he must there must have been an injury that was undisclosed or something of this nature because uh, he looked uh, like a million bucks when he got the opportunity. He honestly well, he, looked like what everybody expected. Yeah, he him had to look four like. carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. I, I was and four receptions for 37 yards. I so. was literally watching the highlights and I was like, "Is this Mike Davis?" Like I was confused. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, good for him, but I don't know if you can trust him. You cannot. No, you can't trust him. But if you're <laughs> desperate, I mean, I'm looking at the waiver wire. This is good. I don't, would you rather have him, Ty Johnson, Jalen no. Richard? Jalen Richard has COVID next to his name, so I don't know what the deal is there. The interesting thing is, I thought Tevin Coleman on the Jets got more fantasy points than he actually did. I think he finished with like 9.3, but yeah. he looked like he was running pretty decent in the game, like live, but I guess it didn't translate to fantasy points. So, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I wouldn't trust any Jets backfield dudes. Um, so, yeah, l- let's go to receivers. So, some leagues still have Russell Gage on the waiver wire. I would say pick him up if you're desperate. He seems to be – he's had a couple – I think yeah. he's had two double-digit weeks out of three. Yeah, but, it, but that's the thing. If he's not getting double digits, he's getting zero targets. And I don't yeah. know if that's just because of the transition um, with um, – Matt Ryan? Calvin no, Ridley? no, no. With Calvin Ridley, exactly. And, you know, now Russell Gage is the number one guy. So I don't know if there was a couple of transition weeks where they're trying to figure it all out. But, I mean, I'm in a situation where I have to start him in a couple of leagues, and I don't know. It, it feels shaky. I don't Two know. Two weeks in a row, 15 points. Uh, he had so a, he caught 11 weeks. of 12 targets. 12 targets. I like, pretty good. I like that. I like that. But it's also the adjustment. Like, he probably thought, like, he, he was going to this season being the wide receiver too. So he wasn't probably expecting like double coverage and all this stuff or, or to have the top cornerbacks on him. So mm-hmm. it, it was adjustments, but two weeks of 15 points. I mean, maybe he's found his way now. If you Could need a receiver, the, I'd, yeah. I'd pick him up. Yeah, he's probably sure. going to be the best guy to pick up over all these he's other guys I'm going to mention. Yeah. I so would, I would, I would say so probably. Yeah. Yeah. So the other guys I have are Jalen Guyton, I'm in Ross St. Brown and KJ Osborne. KJ Osborne's interesting. Uh, and I'll, well, and I'll th- I would, I would, I'll throw I would Tyler say, Conklin in there as well. Yeah. I would say KJ Osborne's interesting, but comes with a bit of risk. You have to be able, that's the, the big balls play. So would you trust oh, your boy Ty? Out? Yeah. But so you would trust your boy Ty Conklin over him, maybe the tight end. Uh, maybe. Uh, but I think there's just better tight end options, and you probably should have already gotten a better tight end option. But well, at this point, if you had Waller and then you got Foster Moreau, and Foster Moreau didn't do what you wanted to, um, well, I yeah. mean, yeah, I would say Ty Conklin. Why not? They yeah. they tar- they target him. Yeah, and the thing is, KJ Osborne earlier in the season had a couple big games. Yeah, yeah. a couple big games, and I think it was also because Thielen was hampered. Although Thielen was on the field, so I don't know if that'll yeah. make a a big difference. Who's their like? Who's their third wide receiver? Like, who will be Tajay Sharp? Ooh, really? He's he's in Minnesota. It's yeah, yeah. It goes. It, I think it's KJ Osborne is next up, and then Tajay Sharp after him. I think. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Just I, I just. I, Minnesota, you know, 
you get the flim flam from the zim zam they'll do some <laughs> wild thing where nobody nobody can predict what they're gonna do they'll just run the ball all day with with three running backs won't pass it once uh no it's not tajay sharp the next guy up it's dd westbrook that's right i haven't seen westbrook whatever his, what have his targets been i haven't seen westbrook at all he well, he's, one he's out two, there, but he doesn't he doesn't get much uh, two targets look. exactly. Uh, he's actually been there since week one. One point six zero zero two point two three point three one point three. KJ Osborne had seven targets, so he's definitely the next guy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's no Tajay Sharp on the depth chart of this game. No, but I was just wondering who else was on the field. You know, because yeah, it's uh, it's Westbrook. Yeah, but that's. Not Bueno either. His no. biggest week was 3.3 against Detroit at I, week five. I would oh, say. Oh, sorry, guys, 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 guys. Tajay Sharps definitely on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, he's, but he's next up. He's the third receiver on the Falcons. Um, no. Is he? Well, with Calvin Ridley out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was going to say, uh, I, I think you could go KJ Osborne, but like I said, it, that's the gamble. That's a gamble yeah. week. I'm sure he could have a week where he totally lights it up. I mean, he did catch a touchdown this week. Yeah. Um, so seven, seven targets. That's pretty good. It wasn't just, yeah. uh, he's, a, he's a good wide receiver. Yeah. He's, uh, he's 24. Just, it's Kirk, you know, Kirk. He's five eleven. He's small. All right. What about, um, uh, I'm on raw St. Brown. You mentioned nah. in your recap. Nah, I no. just threw him out there because he had a big week and just want to see what, put out some feelers, but I think the guy we have to talk about is Jalen Guyton. Cause if Keenan Allen doesn't play this week, I think he could look pretty decent. Mike yeah. Williams, you know, like Mike Williams has bounced back after his injury of pro- not producing for three weeks. And now I think it's two weeks in a row. He's had uh good weeks. So Jalen Guyton would be a good, uh, a good guy to slot in, but I mean, you'd have to be really desperate at this point. Yeah, third-year player, Jalen Guyton. Actually, his third year. He barely played in his first year, though. But, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Jalen Guyton coming out party. He, he gets those big plays. Four, yeah. four catches for 90 he's, yards. And he's tidy. very, very fast. He's fast. He's big. Well, he seems big. 6'1", 212, but he's, yeah. 24, he's young as well. He is young. I like him. Cool. And then, yeah, and that's all I have. Uh not not great it's one week out from the playoffs so if you're screwed you're screwed and i know in one league that i somehow <laughs> you're screwed you're screwed yeah it, like i mean i couldn't say it. <laughs> i have a league where i had to roll with latavius murray and boston scott as my running backs and i still won and wow. that's a total of 4.5 points Never between the two of them oh here's one if devonta freeman is somehow still available on waiver wires probably not but maybe 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 people just forgot about him. Yeah, pick him That's up and to pick up. And I also, look for him. You can but... start running backs against the Steelers defense. Their their run their run defense is terrible right now. So yeah, plug away. All right. All right what about streamers, Anthony? Hit us with those all I, valuable streamers. I think there's some juicy ones this week. So uh, let me pull up the games for this upcoming week. Broncos have a decent matchup. I think they're playing somebody terrible. Uh, Broncos are playing. They're playing the Detroit Lions. So this one, it kind of seems like Detroit can maybe pull off another win here. But I think, you know, I don't know what's going on with Melvin Gordon. 
Um, doesn't really matter. We're talking about defense here. I think Did you Broncos, say Detroit's going to pull off another win. They could pull off another one. I think Denver is one of these teams where you expect Anthony, them to win games. Anthony, Denver just gave Kansas City a really hard time. They're going to destroy Detroit. A really hard sounds time? Like a, sounds like a beer bet. How did they give them a really hard time? It was 22 to 9. Okay, did you watch the game? Patrick Mahomes was having a really tough time getting his offense the ball. I mean, they're an incredible team, but, you know, Detroit is going to really struggle against Denver. The reason why I'm saying this, I don't actually think Detroit's going to win. I expect Denver to take this one, but and that's why I have them as a defensive streamer. But I, I don't know. Denver sometimes has really disappointed me some weeks and lost very easy games. Well, I mean, I guess they are very streamable against the Lions defense. Anything is possible. Yeah. So I have them as a streamer because the way that Detroit plays and Denver having a good defense, they, it should be a great defense to pick up. So that's the first one I have here. Packers defense. I don't know how people are dropping this team. I know they were on a bye week, but their defense has been pretty solid for the past few weeks. And the Packers are playing the Bears Sunday night. Your Bears. Oh, my goodness. Uh, You definitely want to pick up the Packers. Start away. Yeah. But hold on, Moose. There's more. I bet. Many teams have dropped the Tennessee Titans after their terrible performance and bye week. They're going up against the Jaguars. Yeah. So I mentioned before that this is going to be a D you're going to want to start. Even, yeah, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nothing else needs to be said. They're two and ten. Tennessee has a good defense, even though their offense has been struggling. Coming off a of bye week, I mean, hopefully they didn't slack and like ah, it's the it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. We don't need to work out as much and like uh watch too much film on this one but no tennessee should be great no, they're gonna tear it up divisional rival they're gonna rip it up next one i like this one uh the chargers against the giants with potentially jake from i mean uh, if the Chargers are still available yeah go snag yeah, them they're available because i think in two or three leagues i saw coming off of of our leagues coming off of 22 points uh, against the Bengals, I would definitely grab the Chargers. Yeah. What's the rest of their matchups? Giants, ooh, Kansas City, then Texans, Denver. Yeah, I don't mind, I don't mind them the rest of the way. This is a nice backup uh, defense. Oh, yeah. I think their uh, defense hasn't been that good. So, yeah, they're probably available, yeah. And then the last one I have is the Kansas City Chiefs, who, you know, their defense has been playing well. I don't know if they're the top uh, fantasy option for defenses, but I feel like they're they're gonna hold teams to like nine, ten points, and you know them they're gonna score like in the low twenties. So it's gonna be these close games, but they're not gonna allow a lot of points. So I think it'll be good in that. So respect. exactly the scoreline from this past game. Exactly, I think it's nine. gonna be a lot of those. Okay. Uh, no, the Chiefs' defense is good again. They're good once again, so they're they're more trustworthy. You didn't you put Seattle down on the list here? Oh yes, yeah, against the there Texans. Yeah, I was just playing in the Texans. Uh, how many more defenses are we gonna put? There's well, I mean, it, we're mentioning there's I a know. lot of options. This I, week. I, there's I, a lot of, and I yeah. would say I always used to say, uh, whomever's playing the uh, the Browns, just stream them. But now it's pretty much whoever's playing Atlanta. So have we have we mentioned Carolina. Oh. We have not. Just fire up Carolina. You should be fine. 
I don't even think that one. I'm less excited about that one, to yeah. be honest. Carolina it's, has it's, not it's, been good lately. Yeah, well, neither is Atlanta. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I kind of feel well, like they this were one like will they were okay sh- against the Bucks. How many points did they put up? Seventeen points. Mm. Yeah. But like Carolina, is it Newton? Is it PJ Walker? Uh, McCaffrey's not there anymore. It's Chuba Hubbard. Like, yeah, we talk, I thought we were talking about streaming defenses. Yeah. But I, what I'm mentioning is I just feel yeah, like they're both terrible teams that are going to like just be tossing up the ball. And I don't think it's it's going to be kind of like this Jets Philly game where there's just going to be a lot of points scored. And I don't think the defenses will be that good. I feel like All this right. is well, a game. It's, that, it's another option for us. So yeah. rank rank your defense. Give me your top three streaming defenses this week. People we mentioned were Broncos, Packers, Titans, Chargers, Chiefs, Seahawks, and the entire <laughs> NFL. <laughs> Who's playing the Falcons? Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Carolina. So give me your so, top three, guys. Give me your top three. Uh, I'm going Broncos against Detroit. <laughs> I'm going Tennessee against Jacksonville. I'm going Packers against Bears. Chargers against Giants. Just top three, Anthony. How many did you just mention? Oh, sorry. Top three. Yeah, so Broncos, Tennessee Packers. One, two, all three. All right. I For me, it's got to be New Orleans, Tennessee, and then uh, Denver. Oh, New Orleans wasn't one of them. But yeah, you... I'm not even – I'm not putting the Saints because I think that people, the Saints are taken most places. So I'm going – I didn't uh... see them available anywhere, but they could be. If they're there for this you? week only, I'm going Titans, Chargers, uh, Packers if they're available for sure. Titans, Chargers, Packers, Packers. Yeah, I think Packers. If I would recommend it, would be them because a lot of people drop them because of the bye week. So go out and get them. Definitely yeah. a solid one. They could put and they play well against good teams as well. And so just just wait till they get Darius Smith and Jair Alexander back. Hmm. They're two best defensive players. All right, let's All right. talk uh, talk QBs. QBs. So, to me, I think you should stream Bridgewater this week uh, against the Detroit Lions, and I put New Orleans QBs. Uh, we don't know who's going to start because Taysom Hill has that finger injury, <laughs> so it's probably it could back be to Moose. Tr- you Trevor. would want to start him against the Jets. I mean, Trevor Doesn't matter. Si- Trevor Simeon uh, before he had it, like the last game. Before he got benched, it was a bad week. But the week before that, he scored 26 fantasy points. So uh, against the Jets, I think he can, whether it's Taysom Hill or him, they'll both do well against the Jets. Minshew did well. A backup will do well. I would and then it. Tannehill. I know Moose was less into Tannehill this week um, or at all, but it's Jacksonville. Yeah, I guess. Those are solid options. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I would probably stream, I don't know, Kyler Murray against the Rams. I would take that one. Or really. Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. Those would be my guys. Yeah. Streamable. Very streamable. Yeah. Thanks for that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Moose, any other suggestions? Um, yeah, let me take a quick look here. A quick peek, sees. Um, how's Taylor Heineke looking against the Cowboys? Oh, probably not that great. He got yeah. beat up. He got beat up this week. Yeah, he took a couple really big hits. Yeah, 
How's uh, Jimmy Garoppolo look? Oh, we got the Jimmy Garoppolo versus Joe Burrow bet. So one yeah. of you, who who said Jimmy G? I Anthony, did. you're not Anthony. suggesting Jimmy G against the Bengals after that beer bet? Uh, I didn't. I don't know if he was picked up in a lot of leagues as a streamer this past put your, week. Put but, your beer where your mouth is. But I didn't see him on the leagues available, so he must have been picked up last week. But yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo against Burrow. There you go. There you go. Well, a lot of options. It doesn't Actually, mean he's yeah, the, the best streamer. Tons it's just of defense him options. Yeah, tons of defense options. Not as many QB options. So good luck. Yeah. Good luck and Godspeed. All right. Godspeed. Um, yeah, we could for the next segment, boys. We are. All right. Well, it's time for our classic, our favorite. They said it on Reddit. Amazing. I still uh, loved, I was thinking about the other day, the, the time that we made you do it in Spanish. I don't even remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I don't know why, but we got you to say it in Spanish. Was it like Spanish week? Was it when they played the game in Mexico? Mexico? Uh, probably. In the NFL? Yeah, I forgot about that. That's for sure what it was. What is they said it in Reddit? <laughs> in Spanish. We'll do well, it again. I don't know. You, we'll I think again. you Googled it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this one, it's a dynasty question coming from user shame underscore less without the second S. So shame le. Um, but I, we can I answer think, this. I think his name is probably Les. Shame Les. Or, or less. Yeah, or less. Yeah, and it was shame less and was taken, so he removed an yeah. S. Anyways, uh, but we could also answer this for redraft as well. It'll be an interesting topic. So uh, player discussion. Due to always wanting to compete in most of my leagues, I find myself in positions to try and acquire older RBs. I think will be in a similar position the following year, be it with another team or the same with other pieces expected to siphon some of the work from them. Last year, I got lucky with my targets acquiring uh, Melvin Gordon, Roman numeral three, Darrell Williams, Devonta Freeman, uh, Booker, and also, Fournette, a, also a Devonta. Devonta Booker and Leonard Fournette at cheaper prices who have helped me at various points through the year. Now I'm looking to see if lightning can strike twice and I'm realizing it was more luck, but want to see if anyone smarter than me can identify more logical targets. I only have to start one RB, so Fournette should be usable, but I need other reliable options to make it through the entire year. Well, so I'll just start off and say, Dave has been trying to trade me Mark Ingram for... Yeah. A bunch of weeks now, so he's not one of the guys. So only because you have Kamara. That's the only reason. We need to put that in context. And with Kamara out, the, how did Ingram do this past week? Because not well, not well. He's also injured, but he did have a couple good weeks. But I'm trying to trade him to you because you're the only person that would take him in our dynasty since you're the Kamara owner. But you won't, so it's fine. This strategy in general is alarming to me. Like you, you're absolutely right. Shame less you you probably got lucky this year i mean fournette that was probably a good move but melvin gordon he's on his way out draw williams freeman booker like if you're in a, in a dynasty and you're actually looking to set up your dynasty i would not be trying to acquire and i running backs I, i've well, got one i've got one yeah and you you if you could get this person dirt cheap you're good chris carson i wouldn't pay much for him but if somebody's offloading him, I'd take him in anticipation that he plays again next season. Why not? Yeah. Wow. Moose, the guy who's always talking about, 
You've never been a big fan of Chris Carson, but I guess you're no, right. No, 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 no. playing I'm like not, half the year. But this guy's asking for old running backs who you might be able to get dirt cheap. I think Chris mm-hmm. Carson fits that mold. Moose is only not a fan of him because of the injury, but Moose has always said that when he's in there and healthy, he's he run, a he very runs good. Hard. He runs yeah. hard, and that's why he for gets sure. injured. So it's, you know, it's that's what you have to. I just, I just don't know why you would try to acquire older running backs when there's so many good young running backs. Well, there, but... but listen, yeah, but, like. But hold on. Last episode, Dave, yeah. you said yourself, why do we even draft first round running backs? We should all just draft, you know, you ain't wrong. So, you ain't wrong about that. So I don't know. I, we don't know what this guy's league looks like. Maybe they have massive benches full of whatever. So he's just acquiring people who late in the season, you know, whatever his top guys are on by or this all types of injuries. These guys step in. Unfortunately, Chris Carson probably will be one of those people who's injured. But I mean, other than that, he, he fits all the, the character traits that this person's looking for. Yeah. And a few of the names you mentioned were were interesting because uh, they were some guys we have discussed at length through the past couple of years. Um, so like James Conner, uh, Melvin Gordon, mm. these guys that find themselves on new teams, you know, uh, they they were so cheap because Leonard Fournette's situation was Ronald Jones and him. Who's going to get the ball? Is it going to be the same as last year or is somebody going to take – take over uh james connor has been injured pittsburgh gets rid of him you didn't know if chase edmonds was going to get the the lead role there when they were talking about him getting the lead role james connor has stood out so i mean are these guys going to fall next year i i think fournette will probably go higher than expected melvin gordon will probably drop because he'll probably find himself on another team since javonta williams is over there um so melvin gordon could be a name again Okay, so who are some new names? So to me, to me, the other names that are out there for dynasty purposes are the big names who are injured. Like got like maybe so Chris Carson's one of them, as Moose mentioned, but maybe people are willing to trade Aaron Jones, Christian Wait, McCaffrey, not Saquon old. Barkley. Neither, he is, yeah, he's looking for old players. They're old by running. They're old by running back terms. But but naming Aaron no, no, Jones I, is probably the same age as Leonard Fournette. Yeah, so I, I think he said old, but I think he means like veteran. Yeah. Because Melvin Gordon, I, I, I think is still fairly young. Okay, my my the way I no. interpret it was guys who are not hot, guys who are on their way out. Yeah, Melvin Gordon's 28, but right. like, yeah. So, I, yeah, on their way out is, what is it, 28 and over is where it starts to get and questionable. Leonard Fournette's 26, Aaron Jones is 27. So... Okay, but both of them are are playing really well. Like I don't yeah. like I don't think that's what he's looking for. He's not. I don't think no, he's, he's looking for lower level guys like exactly. Devontae Freeman's in there, Darrell Williams is in there, Booker is there, or let let's talk about older guys with running backs that get injured a lot. So well, th- another name I was going to bring up mostly after this week, but it's such a long shot was uh, Samaje P Ryan. He, he looks good out there when he gets an opportunity. But again, I, I wouldn't pay anything for him. Probably get him for free. But if Joe Mixon gets injured, he could be a, he could be a viable option. Uh, this one, I can't believe I'm going to say it. Um, but there are some pretty scary names in his list, like Darrell Williams and Devontae Freeman. But I'm going to throw out Sony Michelle. And the only reason why I'm going to throw it out. That's is not be- his name. Sony Michelle? Yeah. Well, call him Sony's Michelle. 
Oh, Sorenis Michelle. <laughs> he's 26. He's at that age where, like, you know, it didn't really work out on the Patriots, but now it seems like when he's filling in for an injured Darrell Henderson, he he's able to produce. Um, we don't know what's going to happen over in LA next season. It seems like the running backs always get injured. We don't know if Sony Michelle will be there, but I think whatever team he finds himself on, he could come in for an injured running back and perform well. So Sony Michelle would be my name. I'll throw this name out just to see your guys' reaction. Raheem Mostert. No. Uh, dude, the guy retired. He's done. He, Is he not. actually retired? I'm pretty sure he's he's he should retiring. Done. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Uh, out there. Here's, here's another name. And this would be more interesting if he gets traded. I mean, it's irrelevant if he doesn't get traded. Marlon Mack. And he's also going to mm, stay yeah. healthy. That's a very good one. Because he's sort yeah. of just being uh, tucked away as a you know reserve running back. But I think, I mean, he has a shot. He could, on, on some teams, he could easily be a, a very good backup potential starter if he's healthy. That is a good name. That is a good name. So we got Sornies Michelle as a new name. We got, um, who did you say, Dave? Raheem Mostert. Oh, God. So, no. Do you have a better <laughs> it's one? It's a name. <laughs> it's a name. Well, I, I want to go with all these stud, these aging studs, like Zeke McCaffrey, Saquon, Chris Carson, like the Derek, Han- Derek Henry, who's coming off injury. Like, try to target one of these guys. I know that doesn't fit the bill of the guys you can get cheap, but people might be willing to dump them. But he's not talking about those veterans. He's talking about, like, backup veterans that, know, like, have lo- Yeah. I know. And who is the guy you said, uh, Moose? Sorry, just before Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack. Um, Some good options. I'm not psyched about any of them, but yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe names, he, maybe yeah he's definitely he's definitely looking for uh, diamonds in the rough that he can get on the cheap. He's not going to get McCaffrey, Jones, or Zeke cheap. No. No, I but, think those uh, are some good know, ones, but but. It, Dave, you bring up an interesting thought because he might be able to get Tony Pollard cheap, potentially, depending on his league. I would love to get Tony Pollard. Yeah, he's a 24-year-old. What? That's the Dollar same age. Pollard. Dollar he's, Pollard. He's younger, but yeah, he's like a Madison where I think the difference between Madison and him is, Moose, you mentioned it, is I think it was Pollard last episode, is, is that they actually use Pollard with Ezekiel Elliott and they don't yeah. use Madison when Dalvin Cook is in. So yeah. Pollard is a very... Probably at the top Pollard, of the line. Madison's there. a decent back, but he is not at like he's not explosive and fast like Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Did, is did you see his touchdown? Did you see his touchdown where he, he literally dragged half the defense? Yeah. So he's powerful. He's a powerful <laughs> back. Who was he playing again this? Who's he playing this week? The Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. Yeah. Thank you. But they, yeah, humans are humans. You still have to drag them. Yeah. Detroit Lion humans are built different than regular <laughs> humans. Tony Pollard um, is good. And, Maybe I don't know if this is too big of a name, but Kareem Hunt, I don't know what his contract's like. He's 26. He's the backup to Chubb. He's injured. I know he went high this year because of his big performance last year with Chubb also having a big performance. But since he's just been injured and like he came back against I'm surprised. I'm surprised more teams, well, maybe they are, but I'm surprised more teams aren't trying to get Kareem Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Well, trade deadlines passed, right? It's no, too late obviously. Now, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, but <gasps> obviously. But maybe they weren't shocking. Prior, prior, the, yeah. They like the one two punch. I'm not sure what his contract's like. 
I'm pretty sure. But he might sure. be an interesting one. I feel like he might be done after this year because they re-signed Chubb to that big contract this year. We'll see. Let's see what's happening. Look it up. Look it up. All right. Wait, as you look yeah. it up, I think we can um, talk about beers. And I was enjoying a nice uh, Driftwood Raised by Wolves IPA. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He has one more year. Uh, After 20, this one? Yeah. 2022. He has the 2022 year. And then 2023 is an unrestricted free agent. Hmm. I'd still take him next year on the Browns, and then yeah, because he, he he's sure to drop. definitely be. And then after next year, he'll definitely be one of those guys who just signs with somebody. He'll be one of those veteran guys who's like a backup to a young guy. Yeah, how, how old is he now? He, he twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, so he's still pretty young. Fairly yeah. young. I would say bruising back though. A lot of injuries, bruising back. It's all about miles. It's all about miles they've had. Like you thought Leonard Fournette was old. He's Leonard Fournette's twenty six. So. That's why I feel like Pollard. Like I, I feel like we're we're getting close to an Ezekiel Elliott injury, and Pollard performing well is like it's bet bang for your buck there. He's gonna I, go I later even, than. I'll be honest. I don't think it's even gonna take an Ezekiel Elliott injury. Oh really? Oh, I I think they're gonna go more to a fifty fifty. I mean Zeke, Zeke's good, but when you, when you watch Tony Pollard, he, he I don't know. I I find he breaks through far more often than Zeke does. Yes, Zeke's hampered for sure. Yeah, Zeke's, Zeke's Zeke's worn out. I mean, Zeke's been Zeke's played a lot of minutes. Yeah, this is his minutes. sixth season. But they just paid being, him all that of money. being a top running back. Like he's had a lot of attempts. Look at his rushing attempts: three hundred twenty-two, two forty-two, three hundred four, three hundred one, two forty-four, one seventy-three so far this year. Things oh, are kind of mileage. I, I would imagine, like, I could see a world where Zeke becomes more of like the red zone. Like they'll heat him up in the red zone, but Tony Pollard will get, you know, much more, uh, you know, of the getting them down the field yardage. Hmm. So, not saying Zeke is only like goal line, but I think, uh, you know, they probably use him to smash around more. So he also has one more year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent as well. Who Zeke or Pollard? Pollard. Nice. Zeke just got. Uh, the years and the money this year, him and this or year? last year, yeah, uh, last year. him and Dak got paid. So I don't think they'll pay <clears throat> Pollard, which well, is always just cut Zeke or trade him. So yeah, true. All right, have you guys been drinking? What do you What have you had? What have you had this um, Monday night? I wasn't drinking during the episode, but right before the episode started, I finished off a Moretti. Oh, classic Italian beer. Mm-hmm. Bene, bene, Antonio. I had a classic Heineken. Uh, da. That was my best German. I don't know. It was terrible. And mm. that was Russian. What's yes in German? I don't know, but it's not da. I guess that is Russian. <laughs> ja? Is German ja? Ja. I, I honestly don't know. It's also, this is all a moot point because Heineken's Dutch, right? It's yeah. Belgian. It's a Belgian beer? I'm pretty sure. All right, Anthony, look up yes in Belgian, German, and Dutch, please. <laughs> well, in Belgian, well, I think 50% of the population Belch? is French, right? Yeah. Belgium? Uh, Belgian has its own language, though. It's called Belsh, right? <laughs> German, it's ja. Belginian. No it, German, it's J-A. So, yeah. Ja. Ja. It is ja. 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 I messed up. Um, 
There's a bunch of different ones. And what I'm Can looking look at up the Dutch Bel- one. Belgian, Belgian, the Belgian waffle. This whole What's this whole thing is reminding me of the uh, Christmas. They have episode. their own language. It's, it's but it's not Belsh. I was joking, obviously. This uh, this whole thing is reminding me of the episode of The Office with the uh, Belschnickel. Belschnickel. <laughs> <laughs> and I deem you impish or nice. <laughs> exactly. This year you have been impish. Okay, well, they definitely speak French in Belgium. That's well, for sure. Wee wee, wee wee, Anthony. It's the same Almost. thing in Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, in Belgium, sorry. So they, which sp- is Dutch. they speak Dutch, French, Dutch. and German. Yeah, so they all say "ja" at the same ja. time. At, yes, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, hit us with some words of wisdom before we sign off. Hey, headed into the final, what should be the final week of the regular season before playoffs in fantasy football. Woof, woof. This is important words of wisdom, guys. Um, well, I'll, you know, I've been saying it a couple of weeks now. Two things: you got to get your playoff gut forward, but also your Christmas gut forward because oh, it's going to be uh, big eating time. I've been working on my Christmas gut all winter. Good. And so it's ready. I'm just going to say. And it's ready to eat some fantasy playoff wins. <laughs> That's what it's hopefully. ready to eat. Yeah, hopefully you can get a championship too. Yeah. Don't, Anthony, don't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. That's all I said. You said it. <laughs> and also, people, don't give up. I started Boston Scott and Latavius Murray in a league, and I still won. So even if you're going into your week disappointed, like Moose said, put your best – Playoff got forward, and you even know, if you're eliminated, miracles from, happen. Even if you're eliminated from playoffs, you keep playing. You keep playing. You punishment, don't want to be last. No last, punishment last. doesn't matter. You keep playing because your league's counting on you. Yeah. Someone is go- is trying to beat the person you're playing against. You keep playing till the last whistle. That's it. Love it. Absolutely. Anything else, Moose? No, that's it. I think that's the only. Uh, you guys watch right. anything good on Netflix? You guys watch anything uh, Hawkeye. recently? Oh, not on Netflix, but on <clears throat> Disney Plus. Hawkeye's good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. And I strongly recommend on Netflix. I started watching it. It was kind of boring. What it it gets better. What, it what's gets Arcane? Better. What's Arcane? It's uh, it's, it's a it's a movie or TV series based on uh, League of Legends. Oh yeah, it gets better. Okay. When I've told was, you to watch a show and it gets, what was the last one I told you to watch and it gets better? And you did and you agreed? Mortal Kombat and it sucked. No, it was bad. That's a show, Dave. Can't remember what it was because it was terrible. Probably, it was probably Immortals. That was good. With the Which superheroes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, no. Uh, Yes, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. No, it. it was that's not. It was Invincible. Oh, yeah, that's right. Invincible. That was good from the get-go. But uh, I have watched Hawkeye. It is very good. On Netflix, I'm a big comedy special guy. Um, I don't know why it popped up. I don't know if it's how new old it is. Um, but Mo Ammer, very funny. Very funny uh, young comedian. Go check him out. It's He's one from 2021, from September 2021. So go check it out. Mo Ammer. Hilarious. 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 Yeah, so that's it. That's what I got. Yeah, we... Yes. Then in Dutch, is it the same in Dutch? Yeah. <laughs> German is yeah. 
and Duchess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to get Seeger's input on that one. <laughs> Seeger hit us up. Uh, of course, if you want more advice, don't forget to hit us up on uh, Halftime Sports Live every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. We can uh, talk to you directly. Otherwise, as always, thanks for listening. See you next time. Ciao.